So I got a retraction uh, from last week. Uh, retraction. Retraction! Uh, retraction. Retraction. So uh, last week I talked about uh, taking a dump and the auto, uh, <laughs> the auto flushing not working, and then instead of trying to fix it, I ran out of the bathroom as quickly as possible. So some poor soul had to, uh, you know, come upon that and fix solution. And I said, "There's no button there. There's no button. There's no. You just have the automated uh, like flasher thing, and if that doesn't work, you're out of luck." Turns out there's totally a button. <laughs> Uh, we all knew that. I think everybody knew there was a button, Tony. We talked about how there absolutely must be a button on there, and you said you searched high and low yeah, for a button. Yeah, I went back, and that's there. There's a button. What's there? The button? The button. Or still the crap, the crap? I don't know. They, they didn't fix that. They didn't fix that. <laughs> that. That could have been bad for a lot of people. Could have been bad for a lot of people. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, and Double B, Cherokee Don. What does that mean, Double B? Big balls. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I continue to just fall right into that trap each and every time. Jeremy is not with us again. Now, I, I don't know what it is. I'm here, Don. Don't make everyone think I'm not on the show. Well, I'm but, on the show. But you're not actually physically in person. That's right. It makes it very difficult to do the show when you're not here in person. The show needs you to be here in person. Well, there's two two problems. One, Tony and I cannot be in the beat lab at the same time by court order, so that is it can't true. happen. That is correct. Okay, fair. Uh, secondly, I thought we were going bi-weekly. What the hell happened? Yeah, no, that was something that you said at the end of the show. I said, see you next week. Looks like I won. You did win, although I didn't see you, so perhaps we both won. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that is fair. That is, that <laughs> well, is we are fair. recording this on a holiday weekend. In fact, the last weekend without our favorite NFL football season. It starts next Sunday. Now we had a bit of a um, well. Well, first off, before can we before we dive into that, can we talk about what Jeremy's actually doing right now? Oh yeah, what are you doing, Jeremy? So I'm uh, I'm actually watching uh, a NASCAR race with no pants on, and every time they cut to Joey Logano, I slowly rub myself. <laughs> My so God. I'm home today because uh, Labor Day weekend is this weekend, and I have to paint my living room. So I can only do that when the children are asleep because I can't wall them off from the living room as I live in the townhouse and it only has four rooms. So I'm trying to get this done as quickly as possible tonight and then just have a little bit of trim left over for tomorrow. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. Hey, a little so bit. I picture just to prove that I, in fact, am <laughs> painting, although I could have taken a picture off the Internet of someone poorly painting. Uh, and Don says I paint my house wrong. I didn't I, understand what the <laughs> hell you were doing. You sent me this picture of you painting your house. I, I literally could not tell exactly what you were doing. I like to paint. The, the wall first, like the, the big middle part of the wall, now and you, then do the trip. Now, you and I both know that that's not what you said in your text message. What did I say? You didn't say that you like to paint the whole wall to see what it looks like. Of course not. I, but if my wife doesn't see what the color looks like on the wall, I'm going to have to repaint everything. So I'd rather paint giant swatches of the wall, <laughs> let her see what the bell's going to look well, like. Well, okay, but now have you ever thought about just painting one wall and just, just to see what it looks like? Yeah, I did, but I already had the rollers out. So I just kept going with it. Tony, Truth. Tony, you, you're supposed to, and this is the reason that I asked, you're supposed to do the trim work first, 
and then paint the wall. Yeah, I would probably do it like Jeremy did because I don't really know what I'm doing. Jeremy, did anybody else tell you this? Like, I mean, because I literally pulled the five people that were in the room, and I didn't, I didn't open it up for, I didn't, I didn't try to sway the vote my way. But literally, every one of them said, "You do the trim work first, and then you paint the wall." Now, Don, you asked five people in the room. You're in your house with your own family. They've only seen you paint. So I was to answer your answer, regardless of if you set it up or not. I was out. I was outside of my house today when I asked this question. So I asked five people. They all said you paint the trim work first, and then you do the wall. Well, maybe I'm a forward thinker. Maybe this is the way that pe- the people paint in the future. He literally sent me a picture of of this the, the the room that he's painting, and I couldn't tell if he was painting the room blue or he was painting painting the room yellow <laughs> based off of the trim work. I, I just I couldn't figure out what he was doing. Yeah, you want to do the trim work first, and then kind of go over it as close as you possibly can with the roller. That way, the blend kind of goes through. You don't want to have those stroke marks with the uh, with the brush. Well, Don, as long as it looks good at the end, I don't think it's going to matter. But I also believe that no one cares about our painting tips, but they do care. They their own votes about our stupid NFL Picks League. Now, can we talk about this NFL Pigskin Pick'em League? I am very excited that we are doing it. Jeremy put some sort of horrible, we did not agree upon this arbitrary goal that he put out there, that we needed 30 Facebook likes of that post in order to do, in order to do it. What? Tony made that number up, not me. We did that on the show. We came up with 30. And then I said, no, let's make it 30 because I think Don has 20 family members who will contribute. So we need to make it a little bit higher than that. I may have been drunk when I agreed to that. But we went ahead. We put it out there. And I will tell you that I was a little concerned going into Friday night. Now, I had shared it personally on my page. Jeremy, I know that he had shared it with, with his uh, on his page, his personal page. I am not page. on Facebook, so I was unable to share it. You didn't share it at all. Yeah, I was, I'm not, not on Facebook. Well, how are you on, not on Facebook? I'm off Facebook. Well, how do you get into our page? He has an account. He just doesn't log in. But do you have friends on that account? Tony doesn't have friends anywhere. He has friends know. on the account. You talk about trying to, pl- trying to get some publicity for the show. And you don't want to share this information. You don't want to drum up some support for no, the show. I, didn't, I did not want to do the Pick'em League this year. You don't want to do the podcast. Very busy. <laughs> very, very busy. Uh, the timing for the podcast only works at a certain time window. We don't have that at this time. But anyway, uh, so I, I chose 30 as a number because I was pretty sure no, but we were not going to hit that number. There was no chance. Uh, our, our listeners, our fans of, uh, of the Radio for Winners Facebook page, are not that engaged, so I felt safe throwing out the number 30, knowing that we would not have to worry about doing a Pick'em League this year. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> we got well more than 30 likes on there, right? Yeah! Oh. <laughs> well over the 30 likes. There may have been a corporate sponsorship that may have been made for this podcast. Oh, wow. I don't think that we're going to get any money out of that, but they did at least like our page. All right. A lot of people very, very excited about it. Now, we have um, Jeremy's gone already out there and put the information out um, on our Facebook page on how you can join the Pigskin Pick'em League. We are already up to, I believe, 17 people joined uh, already, Jeremy. Wow, really? Last time I looked, it was five. Let me check again right now. Wow. (laughs) I, <laughs> I believe it's well, well, well more than five. So we're going to post this episode early. Usually we post on Tuesdays. We're going to put this up on Monday, uh, Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, so then people have an entire week. We are not posting this on Labor Day. Uh, people have less than a week. <laughs> well, uh, only five days. Is the first game oh, on Friday? Actually, no. The first game is Thursday. So first game is really, Thursday. Yeah. People really need to jump on it. And if they are going to join... 
uh, need to do it sooner. So maybe we should put that up tomorrow. Maybe. Give, well, no one's going to be listening to Nobody's listening to it on Labor Day. Nope. No one listens to it on Tuesday. So it really, doesn't, <laughs> it really doesn't really matter. But if you are one of the people who listens that did not already sign up uh, and you don't go to Facebook and you don't go to Twitter or anywhere else that I posted this, if you go to ESPN.com, find their Pigskin Pick'em League. Our group name is RFW space Pigskin. Be easy to tell that it's us because it'll ask for a password. And because I'm a child and I run the game, the password is the word penis, all lowercase. Now, is, oh, okay, it's all lowercase. No capital P in penis? Nope. Oh, yeah, P3, capital N, a one. No, it's just <laughs> penis, all lowercase. How many people were signed up for it currently? It looks like it looks like 17. Yeah, you were, you were right. 17 people signed up already. Now, I'm a little concerned we're not going to hit 30, Don. I don't know if you looked at the names, uh, although I think you probably did look at about 10 of the names because they're a little suspect. Uh, not only did uh, Radio <laughs> for Winners like it, which is probably a, a vote that we shouldn't count, you also liked it. Then there was a vote that was called Sean Dinneman. I don't know who that was, but I'm betting <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, I, created like, I created like 15 Facebook accounts yeah. just so to ensure we got those votes. There's Don Shinman spelled D-A-W-N. There's, there's about 22 <laughs> Don Shinmans. <laughs> that really happened? Did you really do that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> I thought he was talking about the number of people that uh, signed up for the uh, for the actual. Oh, the actual league. league. There yeah. are quite a few uh, Shimon. Uh... I did see that <laughs> there's RFW John. Yeah, I think that might be John Muma. That's either John Muma or that is Moday. I'm not too sure. John Muma is. It is not Moday. It is not Moday. It must be John Muma. Yeah, he is former uh, former co-host of the Radio for Winners program. I thought somebody on this show was being kicked off. Uh no. Hopefully. Hopefully, I, me. Ho- hopefully not. Well, anyway, um, we do. What's that, Jeremy? I didn't say anything. Very good. Well, we do want you and we do encourage you all to uh, take some time to sign up. We'll have a lot of fun. We'll talk about it very, very little <laughs> or at all as we move forward. Now, typically around this time, what we do is we go through the entire season of what we think is going to happen, who our division winners are going to be, our conference winners, and uh, who's going to go to the Super Bowl. However, uh, we have noted that in the past when we do this, people uh, realize we have absolutely zero expertise when it comes to picking uh, anything NFL-related. Uh, so uh, we're going to keep it very brief this year. Just going to talk about the Redskins, the Ravens, and the Super Bowl. So we have decided from going from like a national like focus yep. to literally just focusing on the two local teams and just declaring what their records are going to be. Is that is that Do I have that correct? Yeah, a nice, simple, a nice, simple summary. All right, nice, simple summary of what the records will actually be. Tony, go ahead and give us your Ravens record for this year. Ravens, 6-10. and 6-10. Wow. Redskins. 5-11. and 5-11. and 11. Not a winning season here for any sort of football. Jeremy, go. So I, I'm going to go with the Ravens actually going 9-7. and seven. But I also know that we have not seen our quarterback throw a pass yet. So <laughs> this could be good especially because the start of the, uh, start of the season is actually pretty easy. Uh, so if we don't start off strong, we're going to suck. But I'm still going to go 9-7 and because I refuse to pick a losing season for the Ravens. And the Redskins, I think Tony's a little harsh. 5-11 and 11 is not, not going to happen. I think they're a better team than that. But I think they're still going to go 7-9. Uh, and 7-9. All right, so I have um, I have the Ravens going nine and seven. I think that they will somehow sneak into um, some sort of a wild card spot. Nine and seven. 
Um, I think that this will be the year the Redskins make a head coaching change because they cannot seem to hold on to a head coach longer than essentially the one that they currently have. He will be let go midseason. The Redskins will finish 6-10. and 10. All right, so Redskins 6-10. and 10. Ravens? 9-7. and 9-7. All right, all right. All right. Now, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Do we have to declare the teams that are going to the Super Bowl or the teams that are going to the team is going to win the Super Bowl? Let's do both. Who's playing it? Who's going to win it? All right. Playing it and winning it. Tony, go. Patriots versus the Raiders. Patriots win. Patriots win. Oakland not going to get one last Super Bowl before the big move to Las Vegas. No. Not going to happen. Not no. going to happen. Okay. Very good. Jeremy. Wait, the Raiders play in Oakland? They still do. Not yes. Not Very good. Okay, Jeremy, go. The Raiders kind of play just wherever they want to. Wherever they so want. I'm going to pick the dark horses because I don't want to pick. Everyone's going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to pick Green Bay. People are going to pick things like that. Not me. I'm going for a Browns. Wow. Uh, <laughs> who cares? It's, I'm, I'm making these up. No one's going to win that. Like, Browns, Browns, Redskins. Browns win 40 to 3. Nice. <laughs> Browns, Redskins. Browns win 42-3. Wow. Very good. I actually would be shocked if you don't see a repeat of the Super Bowl last year. Atlanta and New England, and I think New England takes it again. That team just continues to be unstoppable year after year. Well, that is all the picks that we are going to make this year. <laughs> uh, and you don't have to worry about us picking anything else unless you join our ESPN Pigskin Pick'em League. Again, RFW. I don't even know what it is, Jeremy. Tell me what it is. You got to turn that music down because I'm not in the room. <laughs> RFW Pigskin is the name of the group. Uh, password in is penis. And I do want to clarify, you just pick winners every week. You just pick the game winner of each game every week. And the worst week of the season is removed. And there so, is a prize at the end of the season, right? There's always a prize at the end of the season. Jeremy, Did we what is mail that, that out last year? Did we actually send out a prize last year? Uh, since the winner last year was related to me, we did not give a prize to them. But we should have. But there will be a prize valued at no less than five American dollars, and it might just be a kiss. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome to join our Pigskin Pick'em. Know nothing about football. Just pick the winners of the team. Even your monkey could do it. And it's always fun to beat Don. I mean, that's usually what everybody strives to do anyway. All right, Tony, you have told us that you have a new segment that you were very interested in kicking off. Yes, a brand new segment. Tony's Tip of the Week. That's right. This is uh, the, the episode, the uh, segment of each week where I try to give a tip to the loyal listener. Something's going to help you guys out. You're not going to get that from these other folks, but from me, you'll get it. And here's the tip. Free donuts at, at Wegmans. Free donuts at Wegmans. Free donuts at Wegmans. That's a tip? Let me go into the story. So I got my uh, six donuts at Wegmans. I take it up to the register. Uh, and I, I asked the guy, I said, so, you know, uh, how do you know if I'm telling the truth about how many uh, donuts I have I have in here? And he's like, well, we're not, we're not allowed to look inside the bag. So we had to, we had to basically, you know, hope <laughs> that you're telling us the truth. And I said, okay. And now I already pay for one donut. I get five donuts for free. <laughs> free donuts at Wegmans. 
that That's is that that is that is that is quite a tip. And I have to say, I am really liking this new segment, Tony's Tip of the Week. I feel like we have to do that in like Echo. <laughs> Tony's Tip of the Week. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not technically stealing. I, I think actually, um, I actually think that that is maybe the textbook definition of stealing. I, I think that, that that is actually stealing. Well, then they need to change their policy. I mean, they hope that they hope that the the customer shopping there is an honest customer. Well, you know, I mean, you're buying when you go to weekly shopping, you're buying a lot of different things. You're not always going to remember exactly how many donuts you put into a bag. No, you you pretty much you pretty much know exactly the quantity of donuts that you put into a bag. Well, they should go by weight then. I mean, don't. usually you're going to put probably either half a dozen or a dozen in there. How are you going to go by weight? What if it's a Boston cream cream That's filled true. donut? That it's going to be a heavier that donut. True. That is true. The icing factors in there as well. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe and, should, uh, they should make the bags clear. I'm going to test that next week by putting six Boston <laughs> cream donuts in the bag and saying I only have one donut. Sir, your 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 bag seems to be splitting at the bottom. It's a very I got I bought one Boston cream donut. It's very heavy. I have one donut. I don't believe you. I um I went to the grocery store the day. Let me ask you if you've ever had this problem. I, I literally got like a text from the wife on the way home, like, please stop and grab this. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> I was exhausted after working all day and I just wanted to go home and like kind of crash. I went to the grocery store and I saw somebody that I knew and I love this person. I enjoy talking to them every time I see them. I just didn't have the time or the patience to talk to them at that time. Now they were literally right in front of me with their back to me, they did not see me. I beelined for the nearest aisle and ran down as fast so as I Coach could. So Coach Nick didn't even turn around during this time. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, I said I actually like talking to this person in this situation. <laughs> that, that, that would not make much sense. So um, <clears throat> now I find myself stalking the aisles. So now I'm going. I'm at the other end of the grocery store, literally looking up the aisle to see when this person moves down the aisle so that I can essentially beeline back up the aisle to get the milk that I need out of the out of the um, out of the, the 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 freezer area or the refrigerated area uh-huh. and get back to the checkout. Yeah. So I literally like stalked this person down the aisle. In the amount of time and here's the reality, in the amount of time that it took me to not talk to this person, I probably could have had an actual <laughs> conversation with them and been done and out of the grocery store um, in a in a fast period of time. Have you ever done that? That has not happened to me, Jeremy, you uh, well, there's a lot of time where the the setup happens, where I'm I'm in a store, I see someone I don't want to talk to, I, and so what I do instead is I just act like I can't see them at all, like they're invisible. I don't run and hide. They could stare me right in the face, and I'll just stare right through them. <laughs> well, I felt I felt very bad, and I had just seen this person like as recently as about a month ago, and I really absolutely love talking to this guy. I just I didn't have the patience then. Not that he's he's boring or not that he's long winded. I just didn't have the patience to talk to anybody. I just wanted to get in the grocery store and get out. I sort of feel like that's not really who I am. Like I'm a talker. I like to talk to people. I feel like I'm turning into you, like a curmudgeon. Well, that's uh, I am a curmudgeon. I do get out from time to time. I do enjoy being around people. Uh, and at the grocery store, if I ran into somebody I knew, I would I would say hi to them. So speaking of um, actually um, running into people and hanging out with people, um, today you and I got a chance to hang out with our family. Yeah. And uh, we, we we sort of went back to uh, we went back to yesteryear, <laughs> a time time far far away. Now, time I remember of one of my fond memories of uh, back in the uh, the early drinking days was going to the Renaissance Festival, drinking a lot. And then dr- 
drunk driving home. <laughs> However, <laughs> there was not Uber in those days, and uh, we were stupid. Anyway. We should have had Uber. Uh, but I don't... Uh, so I, I went today. Went, uh, this was the first time with a child in tow, uh, and it was a different experience. Was it really a different experience? Because I, I um, we had planned this the past like couple of days. Um, Jeremy had obviously some chores that he needed to get done, could not come with us. Um, Tony, you, I, I told you a time that we were going to be leaving, and yes, I, it was about 30 minutes after that time that we actually left. But you left um, right at that same time. We arrived about 30 minutes uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, apart from each yes. other. You said, I sent you a text and said, where are you? And you told me that you were at the bar. Now, <laughs> I, knew, I knew that you had your daughter with you, your one-year-old daughter. I knew that you had her with you. I didn't know that your wife was going, but I immediately went, of all the places to go, how is it different that you were now asking me to meet you at Completely the bar? Completely different setup, Don. First off, in the past, what, what I would do is I would get to the Renaissance Festival by 10.15 because that's the least amount of people that are going to be there at any given point throughout the day. Uh-huh. Usually what I do, I get in and I park, I get in, I beeline right to the Dragon's Lair. That's where I go. That's the bar I usually go to. I find a table that's empty. Uh, luckily, I have a lot of other friends who drink a lot, so they're usually there at the same time. <laughs> we find a table. We reserve that table for the entire duration of the day. Uh, even if we're not going to be there. There's other people that will filter in and join us. Uh, however, uh, I drink a lot. So I usually, within the first 20 minutes I'm at the Renaissance Festival, I drink a good solid three to four beers. Uh, so in this case, I was at like at the Orc, uh, I don't know, the Oyster Bar place. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. It's the first a, place it's that you kind of It's called Oh Shucks, which is just a terrible, <laughs> terrible, I don't, come on, I don't, uh, and, uh, so, you know, I had like one beer, uh, like within like the 45 minutes I was there, uh, and, um, yeah, so it was, it was a completely different situation. Oh Shucks. Oh. And there was music like this playing in the background as we were walking through the woods. And when we actually arrived, you were there at O'Shucks, and you actually were not drinking a beer. <laughs> I was not. Now, here's the thing. That, here's the problem. Is I don't know whether or not the Renaissance Festival is just not fun with kids or if it's just not fun any longer. I don't know which I, one it is. What is the purpose of the Renaissance Festival? Is it, is it designed to teach us about history of some sort? Is there an no. answer to that? It's the, it's the only place you're allowed to be extremely drunk in public and people think it's festive as opposed to thinking you have a problem. But I literally, <laughs> like, like Tony's like, what do these people do, like, during the week? Like, and I, I really, like, I appreciated everybody, like, dressing up because it adds to the sort of the ambiance. But at the same time, like, everybody goes back to their cubicle, like, on Monday or Tuesday. And, you know, they really have some sort of maybe dead-end sort of meaningless job. But they feel very self-important when they, they arrive at the Renaissance Festival on Saturday dressed up as Friar Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don, you know what the difference is between those people and the three of us? They at least feel important on the weekend. I mean, that, that is, <laughs> is very, it's very true. I will say that I was very excited because I have not been in about, I'd say, eight years, seven it's or eight years. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. A lot has changed. I mean, I, it's the first time I went with four kids. Tony is the first time that he went with one kid. Yeah. Um, I did say that I wasn't going to go back ever again when I was still pushing a stroller. We did take a stroller today, uh-huh. which was just absolutely awful. But I was very super excited to get the beloved turkey leg. You know, I was excited about that, too. And I got to tell you, did not enjoy it. <laughs> it was the worst thing I ever had in my entire life. It was like uh, putting fire in your hand. Uh, they tell you it's hot. And then- <laughs> 
<laughs> but it'll tell you, hey, maybe get like 14 napkins to put around us because your hand's going to burn while you hold this uh, this flaming stick of, of uh, smoked meat. I was, um, I, I literally saw your wife said, oh, Tony went to get a turkey leg. And I went, I'm going to go get a turkey leg too. Yeah. And it was just scalding hot on the outside. The skin was very tough very to break through. Very tough, like yeah. You put your teeth onto it. You can't break the skin no. to get through it. So you finally start peeling the skin off. Yeah. And that's the hot part of it. And really, quite frankly, the best part of it. And then a grease shoots out. Gets all grease shoots out everywhere. You're biting into tendons are just everywhere. It, and, the, and the meat, no offense, the meat was sort of lukewarm on the inside. It wasn't really that great. It was not great at all. No. And I think I spent $7 for that. $7. Had six bites of it, threw it in the trash. Yeah, was not... Uh... $7 is way high. Isn't it normally like 4 bucks? Well, and they're not, they were not as big as they used to be. My wife did say something about like not using growth hormones, but I really prefer a good growth hormone turkey leg. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, the, the, the turkey legs of, of your, you know, the kind that you, that you're used to, to having in yesteryear. I just, there's too, there's too many people. I'm just, uh, I'm a curmudgeon now. I don't like to go out and, and with, with people. So I, uh, we went over to the jousting area to watch some jousting oh. and there was no jousting going on. Some sort of. I, I don't know other like program going on. They were shooting like bow and arrows and stuff like that. We went down. You you left. Like you you turned turned around and left. And then I just my wife and I just continued to drink through the woods while we were taking care of four four <laughs> children. We decided it would be a good idea to go down and throw um throw axes, but the line was too long there, so we threw balls at the winch. There was something I noticed this time I didn't notice in the past is that they had a men's only uh, uh privileges area privy area bathroom area. Yeah. Uh, and I decided to go there because I just assumed it was just for men, uh, and, and it was just where men were supposed to go. Uh, it's like they were like troughs. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was basically like you were pissing into a sink. I, I, it's 2017. I'm, I'm over the age of 40. I'm not pissing in troughs anymore. By I'm the way, with the trough situation. The troughs were outside, just surrounded by like a wooden barn that was like a fence that went around. Yeah. So like you could have a little bit of privacy, but they were not like troughs like they were permanently there. They were like rented troughs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they were plastic and they were, I would say, probably about five feet off the ground. So <laughs> in, in order for you to actually hear it, like I couldn't tell. You had to aim up. Did yeah. I, was I supposed to wash my hands here? Was was I supposed to pee in it? My son, was. I, I, my wife says he should probably go to the bathroom too. Now, I thought that he was following me and I turned around to say, this is not a good place for you to be. He decided that he wasn't coming in there at all. So <laughs> smart move on his part. But I walked in then walked out. I was like, I'm not going to use this. I'll just use a regular. A regular what? A regular like uh, porta john next door. Oh, okay. So you went outside and used the porta john outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Don didn't realize those existed. He actually shat in one of those uh, those troughs. <laughs> I thought that's it's what you like, did back in the I don't, don't want to see some other dude's hog. <laughs> I, just, I don't want. I'm done. I'm done seeing dudes hogs in bathrooms. Boy, I can't wait. Uh, wait till we get to the news segment and talk about seeing dudes hogs in bathrooms. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um <clears throat> again, it was. Uh, I actually had a fun day. I'm glad that I was able to spend some time with you today and uh, and your family. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. It was actually it wasn't really a lot of fun. It was hot out. It was hot. I wrote a really would just rather had like crabs in your backyard. There, I was, think a, that's... there was a lot of mud. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, you know what? Uh... You know what? Next time, let's get let's all dress up like somebody from the Renaissance Festival. We'll just get some crabs <laughs> and we'll eat in my backyard. Deal. We'll uh, do that uh, at Friendsgiving. Friends Friendsgiving. We got Friendsgiving going on It'll this be a year. Costumed. Uh, costumed Friendsgiving. Now, speaking of getting together, we are all together again next Saturday for a That's very important charitable, charitable event.
Is it a charitable yeah. event? It is. Not, it is. There's no charity involved. Well, we're going to need one because I'm not really prepared to do this event. I don't know if anybody else has been training. I said last week that I was going to actually run for the first time, but I've been saying that for now eight months, and I have not run once. I am uh, fatter than I've been in the last uh, year and a half. All right. Jeremy, have you done anything to prepare yourself for next Saturday's Savage Race? Oh, Don, I've been mentally preparing. I've been in my house just imagining what it would be like if I was working out. <laughs> my body's prepared for the idea that I might start working out uh, five days before this event. So uh, should I'm we just not do it and just go to a bar that day or maybe go gambling at like Dover or even like... Uh... Now, you can pay a fee and divert to the next available session. Yes. Now, I, this will be the second time that I've paid that fee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't want to divert it. We got to do it. Let's just do it. But then we're going to do it and then want to do it again. No. That's right. To prove that we're better than this. When we come in at four and a half hours for five miles. Oh, it's going to be brutal. This is, I am not looking forward to this at all. I was really looking forward to it. I was really pumped up about it. And I don't know. I've been psychologically just filing it away in the back of my mind. I am not excited it's about more, this at all. It's, much, it's easier to look forward to it if you've actually run a little bit or trained. Uh, I just haven't had time. I haven't had time either. I don't, I don't have time anymore. I don't have time. It's awful. So I, I why think do it's I, best. Why do I not do have time to train, but I have time to drive to the Eastern Shore to go to this stupid effing race? <laughs> I'm not excited about it. Jeremy, are you excited about it at all? It sounds like you I'm, actually are. I'm not even excited about it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I can't tell you how excited I am. We're going to go out and we're going to blow this course apart. Remember when like, we first started this podcast and like I used to talk about OCR, obstacle racing, and I used to love talking about it. And I would do all these races. And I'd travel out of state to do these races. And yeah. now I'm like, I don't, wanna, I don't even want to do I don't want to do this one. Yeah, we called you asshole for doing this. Yeah, yeah now you guys are all bored. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not looking forward to doing it. I'm not going to lie. Maybe about halfway through this thing, if it's the same sort of course layout that was uh, like last year, I might cut through. I don't, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to do that stupid ice cube thing. I'll I, do that. I'll do that every day. That's an easy obstacle. Why? <laughs> so now you're just looking to knock off obstacles that you're willing to do? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do that one and the one where you jump in a lake, and that's it for me. Swimming <laughs> <laughs> like water, so I'm good. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, okay. Well, we do have that next Saturday, so um, this might be the last episode of Radio for Winners, depending on the outcome. Someone might get hurt. I'm actually going camping with the Cub Scouts afterwards, so I, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do that, but I did the same thing last year, and uh, it did get rained out, and I was able to come home and actually crash because I was just so sore. I can only imagine how sore I'm going to be on Sunday not having prepared at all for this stupid race. Now, Don, aren't there other people that have signed up for this other than the three of us? Yeah, so Coach Nick, his wife, uh, Coach Nick's friend John is with us. My neighbor down the street, Chris, is running in it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of people that are <laughs> signed up and ready How to go. How disappointed are those two guys going to be when they... <laughs> How will they join us? And uh, and we're the three people that barely are running because we don't have the ability to they're run. They're doing it because we're the ones that said to do it. And yeah. then they're all going to be like, yeah, we're going to do this as a team. We're going to help each other. No, we're not. This is going to be awful. <laughs> we need them to help us get over those walls. Yeah, this is, this is going to be just a nightmare. But we're signed up nonetheless. And because Jeremy is not here, I get the distinct pleasure of introducing to you a segment that we do every week, Radio for Winners and the News. That's right, it's time for Radio for Winners and the News. Jeremy's not here, but I am, so I get to talk all about your favorite news stories, current events, and a bunch of hodgepodge of crap. Yeah, that's pretty much the definition of Radio for Winners and the News. Good job, Don. Thank, Thank you. you again for the introduction. You're welcome. 
Now, this first news story is not just a world record. It's local news. Oh, wow. We don't to talk about true local news. All right. This is from our very own state, from Frederick, Maryland. All the way out in Frederick. It's a long way away. It's not that far. It's an hour. No, you don't get you don't get my you don't get my part. It's it's a long way away, Jeremy. It's long and it's a long way. I did that because I knew you couldn't talk over me. But go ahead. That's super weird. This is about the most glasses of milk drank in a year. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Now, uh, the world's largest penis has been, uh, has been found. It used to be in from a Mexican man at eighteen point nine inches. Wait a minute. It, it has been found. Was it lost? Well, it's been it's been beaten, record broken, record broken. That's the word. It's definitely been beaten. It's, de- it's definitely been beaten. <laughs> well, honestly, if, uh, even the previous record holder, eighteen point nine inches, you're not doing much else with that other than getting eighteen point nine inches. Right. So the the current record holder now from Frederick, Maryland. His name is Mark. He would not give his last name. Wonder why. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Parmentier. He's uh, measured at <laughs> 19.1 inches. The 19, largest recorded 19.1 inches. Oh. Correct. He's only 18.6 inches longer than me. <laughs> 19.1 inches. Is that even pleasurable for anybody? Uh, I mean, apparently not for most people he's with. He does say it's made it very hard. He has no girlfriend. His last girlfriend has broken up with him because he was just too big for her. Yeah. But a partner is going to be pretty tough, but hopefully there's a girl out there who can handle it. I mean, how come that person just isn't in, like, the pornography business? Like, shouldn't they, shouldn't they just be in that, like, just doing that full time? Just be into horses. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. That's what I would do. Wow. About okay. 18-inch penis, I'd be into horses. There you go. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm sort of glad that you're not here because that was absolutely horrible. Should we now move along <laughs> into the next news story? Do you have any more to add to this lengthy story? Uh, those news stories are also about having sex with horses, but go for it, Don. Hey, do you like to drink beer? Well, you know your friends here at Radio for Winners drink beer all the time. Tony's over here drinking some sort of strange beer. It's probably be in my refrigerator for about six or seven months. But this story is about IPAs. Bad news about IPAs, gentlemen. Uh-oh. It's very bad news, and apparently it's a well-known condition that many of us have not, uh, that aren't in the brewing industry may not have known. But apparently the hops that are found in most IPAs are actually wonderful medicines for insomnia and menopause, uh, which also causes your boobs to grow, which is why most people call drinking a lot of IPAs uh, brewer's droop. What? So you're going to develop giant boobs, Don. <laughs> That's not true because I drink Goza. I drink a lot of IPA, and I have to tell you, <laughs> I feel like I have man tits. Now. You do have brewer's boobs. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Brewer's droops. Brewer's droops. Yeah, that's that's really the only bit of the news. It's just that apparently it's a well-known thing, and all these brewers are like, oh, yeah, we all knew that. Is like, it, why would they put it on the bottle? That should be a, that should be a warning. Hey, well, guys. Is there, a cl- is there a class action lawsuit that I can be a part of at this? Like, can I get Tony signed up instantly? Is there like a, like a web yeah. form I can fill out, like, right now? Uh, I mean, not that I'm aware of, but we could start our own <laughs> petition. I would be fine with that, starting our own petition to some sort of class <laughs> droopy bo- IPA droopy boobs class action lawsuit. Is that what you called it? A droopy boob? Droop, uh, brewers droop. Ah, brewers droop. Brewer. <laughs> brewers. Uh, I'm, I'm totally for, uh, yeah, following a class action lawsuit. I'm sorry I- that you are going through this. This, this affliction has definitely affected you. We're going to dedicate 
our entire race winnings at the Savage Race is coming Saturday to the Brewers Droop um, Support Fund. All right. All right. Actually, the name of my favorite horse. Brewers Droop? Brewers Droop. Wow. Good Lord. Let's move on to the next news. Because of his balls, Don. Because of his balls. Golly day. Well, as, as I'm sure you are, I am as well. Looking forward to this very last news story so we can wrap this show up and call it a day. And this one, like others, is about stupid bank robbers. Oh, wow. This time it's from the state of Connecticut. Seymour, Connecticut, to be exact. Seymour. A man went to a bank. Hey, Seymour. 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 Handed over a note to the teller that said, this is a stick-up. I need $5,000. Give it to me quickly and no one gets hurt. Now, first off, that's a small amount. If you're going to rob a bank, right, do it for a lot. I mean, you don't need millions of dollars, but $5,000, I mean, it's, unless that's like the limit before it becomes a felony, but I think that's probably wrong. <laughs> I think a bank for a dollar is a felony. Well, I so think armed robbery is a felony, so you're already there. Right, so why only ask for $5,000? But, again, like most dumb criminals, what was on the other side of that note? A picture of him having sex with a horse. No. <laughs> the other side of the note was his girlfriend's pay stub. He Come wrote the, on. <laughs> he wrote the, the, bank note, the, uh, the the ransom note or whatever it's called uh, on the back of his girlfriend's paycheck. So the police were very easily able to track her down as it had her employer, her social, and her name. And uh, and she turned him right in because she didn't want to go to jail for robbing a bank. Come so, on. Are you serious? Uh, well done, Stephen Gomez Maya from the Connecticut area for, again, being our stupid criminal of the week. Wow. Oh, man. That's very unfortunate. Maybe uh, maybe he should uh, hang out with that dude out there in Frederick, and they could uh, figure out a way to make a living together. Brewers Droop. Brewers. Hey, Brewers. it's the official closing song of Radio for Winners. That's right. You'll be hearing this song at the end of each and every episode, brought to you by Machado's Salsa. I thought it was by Lido's Pizza. Oh, yeah, Lido's of Elegant City. Um, why are we aligning on this being the closing song? Because it's the only song that leaves me in a good mood. Born to be alive. Yeah, the other great thing about when, um, when Jeremy's not here. Mm-hmm. Jeremy can't talk when there's music playing for some sort oh, yeah. of weird reason. So it's really just... Just you and I now talking. Jeremy, do you have any last things to say? You know, the best part about having sex with a All right, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Don't forget to check out Radio for Winners, ESPN, Pigskin, Pick'em. Password is penis, all lowercase. Unlike our friend out there in Frederick. By the way, I think Tony just bought a place out in Frederick recently. I did indeed. Very suspicious. Hey, everybody. To be alive, huh? Hopefully we can say that after the Savage Race <laughs> next week. We won't be alive. All right. I'm, uh, I'm fattest I've ever been. I, I took this picture today with you eating a turkey leg. And uh, I saw it. I'm like, this shirt's a little bit tighter than it needs to be. <laughs> I had a meltdown. I, in the last month, I've had a good solid uh, five meltdowns putting on shirts that are too tight. It happened again today with this uh, shirt that I'm wearing now. I can't wear any of the race t-shirts that I've, that I've gotten over the last few years because they're all now too tight. Now, you know what you're saying. You're like, well, 
you're in your 40s. You you probably shouldn't be wearing race t-shirts <laughs> to begin with. Maybe, you know, wear like a nice normal regular shirt. And now I have to because I'm too fat. I, I'm excited to wear my race t-shirt now that I have one. Well, I hope they have extra, extra large. All right, we may see you next week depending on whether all of us are still alive. Jeremy, any last words? You can hold them by the maid. Eh. See you next week, everybody. See ya. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>